Technically, it's three camps. We have three different encampments. Camp Brookwoods. Brookwoods. Camp Deer Run. Camp Deer Run. River Outpost. Three camps. Moreau and Brookwoods. Deer Run. River Outpost. The Three Camps Podcast. With your hosts, John Cooper and Seth Coates. Three camps. Hello, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Three Camps Podcast. I'm John Cooper, and still with me, as always, is my co-host, Seth Coates. Piped in from up north. Seth is uh, in Maine, everyone. He's made the trek. He's broke the seal at MRL. Uh, He is with us via Zoom. Seth, I don't know. Well, you could see who's next to me, but for everyone else, we are also joined in studio with Tim Nielsen, our Director of Ministry Services. Tim, hello. Hello. It's good to be here. I'm very excited to be in this studio today. Glad to have you. Uh, My name is Tim Nielsen. I'm the Director of Ministry Services here for Christian Camps and Conferences. Do you prefer the top bunk or the bottom bunk and why? I've always wanted to be one who prefers the top bunk, but I, I definitely do not. I'm a bottom bunk guy. Uh, I, I find that I want to be able to get up without waking up everyone else in the room. Uh, and as a kid, I did happen to fall off the top bunk a couple times in environments that didn't have bunk rails like we have at camp. I love it. I so is do. that, I got a follow-up question. Um, uh, you said you wanted, you want to be a top bunk guy and I'm curious why, like what's the draw for the top bunk? Well, you know, there's a sense of adventure up there on the top bunk. <laughs> and at the same time, there's a breeze, right? You know, you're you're up there um, in the clouds. and uh, But yet it's just not realistic for me. Uh, you know, I'm not a little man. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm going to say I'm a bottom bunk guy. Uh, as I said, I, I did come off the bed. And uh, there's a, a, a destroyed trunk. Uh, from the experience uh, that I landed on. Um, uh, I was in a, a mummy sleeping bag and it was just like a, uh, you know, off it went. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you referenced the bed rails that we have uh, here at Brookwood Steer Run and MRL. Before we get to you, Tim, Seth, give us the, uh, what's happening, man? You're in Maine. How's it going? I'm in Maine. Um, we're making it happen. There's a lot to do when we first get here. Um and I'm getting better at just taking it one step at a time and not feeling like I have to try and do everything uh, all in one day. But not without its challenges. It's rainy and cold today. And I can admit that I have been in the lake up to my chest. Um, really? It was exciting. Not on purpose. I was only supposed to be in about waist deep and I tripped over a rock. Um, <laughs> and Joe and, and Mike were like, wow, we th- we thought we were going to have to pull you right out. <laughs> was it freezing? Uh, yeah, it's pretty cold. I have, I had like waders and stuff on, so yeah. I didn't I didn't get fully soaked. But um, one of the projects we do with, when the water's still high in the spring is we go get all the docks. Like, um, it's complicated, but some of them float off, and so we have to go retrieve them. Small yeah. sections. Um, so we were around the lake today retrieving dock sections. Well, the good news is the ice is out. Yeah. 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 No, seriously, I thought, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you know this from a few weeks back. Um, I really thought we'd be coming up here and dealing with snow and ice and like that's normal for this time of year. But 
Uh, the buds are just barely popping out of the tree. It still looks like winter just with no snow. Uh, although I did see my first snow pile today. There's on the backside of the lake, there's still one like big old snow drift that's slowly melting. Wow. So how was the road coming in? Everything good? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Gotcha. Well, we're here, as I said, uh, joined by Tim and, uh, I kind of had this idea, guys, because, you know, Seth, you've been having Zoom calls and keeping your crew updated. Tim, you're doing similar things. We have guidelines. Maybe there's still some news that's coming, but for the most part, we have a good sense of what we can look forward to uh, for the summer for both Brookwoods and Deer Run and for Moose River Outpost. And I thought it wouldn't be bad to kind of just give some updates. You know, we may have some campers and parents listening in and just kind of hearing what we can expect. I mean, we can go very high level here and just kind of talk about that. But I don't know, Tim, do you want to fire away on some things that are interesting of this? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'd be glad to start. Uh, I think the important place to start is to realize that we are dealing with camps in two different states. Right. So essentially, we're dealing with two different sets of guidelines. Mm -hmm. So there's some level of a choice on our part to universalize our guidelines as much as possible for the organization. Uh, and you know, they, they, they do differ dramatically. Hmm. Uh, but our goal is to provide a safe camp experience always. And so if we're looking at any situation in camp, that's going to be what comes first. COVID is one of those situations that hmm. comes along. It, it's clearly one of those situations that's changed everyone's life for the whole year as well. So I'm sure you're all really well aware of that. Mm -hmm. Um, but we've, been making plans for more than a year now to adapt the schedule to meet uh, those uh, interesting challenges as well as um, you know provide the, pers the personal protection and the space within the dining rooms and uh, testing and all of these different aspects. Um, it's, it's, it's been a lo much longer process because we had some indication of where the state was headed in June of 2020. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably fair to say that, uh, Tim, you can, you can tell me if you could feel the same about this or not, but it feels like we're getting closer to like knowing what camp looks like. We've been doing these zoom calls since like February and the ones that I just did last night, uh, and yesterday morning, like were much shorter um in time frame than the ones that we were doing in february and march um, some of that is because we have the real guidelines and there there are still a few things yet to figure out or to be determined by the state but the number of those things are smaller at this point um than they were earlier and so we it's a good thing uh but if we feel a little bit like we kind of have our minds around what camp will kind of look like and feel like um so that's a really good thing at we're i mean summer is imminent and coming right so and it's good i think that we feel like um we have a good plan and a few more details to figure out no doubt but uh, we're really close to it mm. agreed and we're a little better off than some of our neighboring states that don't even have guidelines for their camps yet uh so we have now, since you've left to go to Maine, Seth, we have updated guidelines uh, for the state of New Hampshire that will become active at the end of this week. And 
it, it allows us to say, all right, this is what the camp experience is going to look like. And that's, that's a nice feeling because reading revisions and revisions and revisions and making changes all throughout the whole year has been a little bit exhausting. Yeah. yeah. Huge, huge time. Commitment. Well, and you guys can, you know, tell me if I'm wrong here, but it feels to me that it'll feel like camp. You know, I think, you know, obviously we know that camp is camp because the people that are here and the relationships that are here and, you know, just that, that kind of camaraderie that goes on. But even beyond that, it's not going to feel like we're doing something that's so foreign to what camp has normally been. Right. I mean, we have to make some adjustments, but it's going to feel like camp. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And one of the things I've noticed about my own kids during this COVID experience is they're really adaptable Mm -hmm. and really resilient to the idea of, Hey, you need to wear a mask there. Okay. I'll Mm -hmm. wear a mask. And yet I can go and still be a kid and be normal and have an experience that's fun and engaging so there'll be times where we may have to wear masks at camp. The kids will do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it's, it, it's part of our culture right now that they fully understand. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I think it will feel a lot like camp. And I think when, as I'm talking to staff and even camper parents, um, uh, there's definitely a sense of like readiness for that, like uh, anticipation of it and just, the ability to be outside almost all the time and to be with other people. Um, and everybody, like, I think it's just an understood thing at this point that COVID has probably just changed our world in some way. Um, and so the, the, when I've talked about where we will wear masks or where we won't wear masks, everybody seems to be like, okay, I haven't gotten a lot of no way or our kids don't want to do that or staff that are, that think it's absurd. Like I think, with our outdoor context and um, some of the guidelines that go along with that, I think there's going to be just a lot of opportunity for life to just feel like normal. Yeah, absolutely. But by the way, you talk about excited. I, I talked to a parent in February who had just registered their child the week before and she discovered her child in the bedroom packing for camp <laughs> in February. Nice, nice. And yeah. She said, you know, you're going to need some of those clothes before you go to camp in July. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's yeah. let's uh, let's not pack just yet. I wanted to jump on and give an overview of what this episode is going to be about. First, we've already heard from Tim and Seth about some updates and kind of news about camp. But then we're going to hear a little more from them sort of around the idea of what it means to be new at camp from perspective of a camper, a staff member, and maybe even a parent who's sending their child for the first time. This is also a sort of a tease to a bigger episode that we want to do on what it means to be a camper or a staff member at camp for the first time. But as it relates to this summer, we do have some new faces that are going to be here and it seems relevant for this moment. You're also going to have a chance to hear from our new registrar, who couldn't be any more new. She's only been here for a couple weeks. Then we have another guest, Ellen Goodling, who's going to help me tease this greater episode of being new at camp. And then finally, I hear from a good friend of mine, Moses, who's 10 years old and comes on to share with us his first memories of being at camp for the first time. So anyway, there's a quick update. We're glad you're with us. Sit back, relax. Ready, set, camp. Episode nine, baby. Let's get into it. All right, so this is this is good because here's what I'm thinking for this episode, Seth. I'm thinking spring has sprung. We're rounding a corner. You're going to start seeing some green. You know, uh, the world is 
coming alive. And with that, you know, we have some fun new things that are coming. Um, uh, and then we have a bunch of new campers and, you know, people coming in to camp this summer. And I just thought you guys could be great to kind of speak about, I'm a new person at camp. What am I going to expect? Or I don't know, whatever. We can kind of riff on that. But the idea of, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of rounding a corner here and it seems exciting and it seems new and it seems like there's anticipation there. Yeah, totally. So a really common question that I get from camp parents is my kid's new to camp and they'll be coming for the first time and they ask um, how many other kids are new at camp. And I think what they're really asking is, will my kid be the only one that feels new at camp or will they um, be with other people that also feel new at camp? Um, and the good news at MRO, the stats are a little bit different down south, but um, up here, half of our kids on a normal year are brand new to camp. Mm. And this year with the, the gap that we had not operating in 2020, I think it's going to be a little bit more than half. Um, so the good news is that kind of levels the playing field for somebody that feels new. Um, a kid at MRO can expect to come in and half of the kids that they meet for the first time, all those kids are meeting other people for the first time. Um, and I think as a parent, like knowing for my kids are going to attend camp this summer and they're in the same boat and they're, it'll be their first camper experience, even though they've grown up here, but half those kids and all those cabins that they're going to be in are in the same boat. And that's comforting to me as a parent. Mm. I just heard you say half of those kids are going to make new friendships for the rest of their lives. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a yeah, cool right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Tim, similar numbers here, do we think, or I, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, certainly there are kids who have been here before and are excited to get back, but, yeah. uh, you know, the, the camp process, people do age out yeah. of the experience, uh, and new kids age in every year. Uh, and you know, it's, it is exciting, I think, to have new campers come to camp. Uh, some of them, it might be their first time, but it might not be the first time for somebody from their family. Right. Uh, you know, there's sometimes generations of kids uh, who come through the camp experience, their parents, their grandparents, and so on. Uh, but still, for that child, they're walking into a situation going, I don't know anyone, yeah. you know. And this is a really welcoming environment. And that's, I mean, that's what we're here to do is mm. get those kids in, excited, and connected uh, with the other kids in their cabin, with their staff that are here. And boy, it quickly feels like a second home. Yeah. 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 And Tim, when you say, um, I think it's fair to say that I see and interact with a lot of kids that are new to camp. It's their first time. And on day one and day two, they seem a little bit nervous. But by day four, when you talk to them, they talk like they've been at camp for forever. Mm -hmm. yeah. They say we, they say us, they talk about like, it's like they've always been there and it, they're so uh, comfortable usually. Maybe it's not the case for everybody, but the majority uh, by day three and four and five, man, they just feel like they belong and they know everything about camp. They know where everything is and, uh, and they talk like they've been there for forever. And I, I mean, I think they're excited to belong to it, to this experience too. Yeah, totally. Anyway, just I'm glad you have you guys on. It just it sort of feels real, more real than ever that we're going to actually have proper camp, and uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited for the people that are going to be here for the first time, and for those who have been here before, they can come around alongside those people, and we're just going to have a good summer. And I'm looking forward to having that. It's it's, it's going to be exciting. I don't know. I just 
as I think about some of these campers who are coming in who are new, some of them, uh, it'll be their first time coming this summer, but it won't be their last. And for some of them, they may go on into our leadership programs, and some of them may go on into staff positions, and some of them may go on into being directors within this camp. And uh, I mean, I was a camper here as a new kid uh, when I was nine years old. Uh, and I know uh, Anna, who was working with Seth, uh, you know, in a leadership role, was a camper and grew through that program. So sometimes we find our connection uh, in, a, in a place like this and go, this is where I want to invest mm. and be. And so I'm excited to meet these new kids who are the future of this camp. It's a great call. So as we mentioned, we're going to be bringing in our next guest. She is the brand new registrar here at Brookwoods and Deer Run. Her name is Corey Porter. Uh, my name is Corey Porter. I'm the new camp registrar, and this is my first year here. Corey, we're very glad to have you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, none of us know you that well yet. You're brand new. What's... I don't know. What, what kind of stuff interests you? What, what, uh, what yeah. can you tell us? I'm a bit of a comic book nerd. I have been my whole life, Marvel, and I'm really into like Star Wars kind of things. Oh, right. You know, I heard something. You drive a nice car. I've seen it out front. Bob, our executive director, Bob Strollo, asked me to ask you, what do you call your car? It's the Millennium Falcon. I'm waiting. Yes. I, yes. I just ordered the, t the vanity plates. They'll be here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. I have one of those window shade things that's the inside of the Falcon. Amazing. Pretty excited. Uh, so, Corey, you might not know this about us up here, but we call all of the white vans that we rent every summer. They send us all these white Ford vans, and we call them all Stormtroopers. So you have Stormtrooper number one, yes. Stormtrooper number two. That's and fantastic. Then, that's great. And last year they gave us black SUVs to do our towing with, and so we called ours Darth Vader. Of course. Of course. Yep. Uh, and my wife calls me an Ewok, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, also, um, Corey, we're we're excited about this summer. Um, what are your thoughts about what's coming in a couple months? Yeah, it's really exciting. It's, it's going to be really fun to see all the campers come in. So I'm pretty excited to see what camp looks like. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, it's we uh, we should mention because we had our very first episode. We had Dorothy Legrell on who. Uh, was our former registrar and it was funny because she and i were commiserating about it's so much fun but it's also super intense because it's just i'm sure. um, mro the same way i mean opening day it's just like everyone comes the energy is is high you know it's so much fun but get ready yeah, <laughs> remember absolutely. this get ready <laughs> tell us real quickly where are you originally from yeah so i'm an air force brat my dad was in the air force so i grew up everywhere I spent a great deal of my childhood in the Azores, which are a group of islands off the coast of Portugal. Um, but after that, we traveled pretty extensively. I don't really have a from place, but I'm here now. There you go. Well, listen, you? we're glad you're here with us. Uh, everyone listening, you're going you're gonna to obviously have some interaction with Corey. Everyone interacts with, with the registrar, so you're going uh, to be well known. Uh, I can just say from, the, from the, what I've met of you, you seem very nice. You seem very able and very kind. A good fit. So, Corey, you grew up going to camp or no? Uh, no, I've only been to one camp as an adult. Okay. Well, we ordinarily ask people if they prefer the top bunk or bottom bunk. Maybe bunk beds aren't a part of your history. No, I've never been in a bunk bed situation. And I and I just don't 
I understand the whole scrambling onto the top thing. So okay. now I'm all set. Well, I'll say this, Seth. We continue to have unique answers. That's one we haven't had yet, which is uh, <laughs> n- never true. been in a bunk bed. True. All right. Well, Corey, glad you're here. Glad yeah, to be uh, have you on the team. And everyone, this summer when you go and meet Corey, be nice. She's learning. And also, uh, you'll look forward to meeting her, too, because she's great. Oh, thank you. All right. My next guest is Ellen Goodling. I have a couple things to say about Ellen. One, she and I both started at camp in 2019. And you sort of remember people that are just like you. And in that moment, I was like, oh, here's a new person, too. We both are doing this for the first time. That's kind of fun. My name is Ellen Goodling. This will be my third summer at camp. My second summer was the um, 2020 summer. So it was family camps. And um, I am definitely a bottom bunk. I love to have my space that I can protect. And when I feel like there's something over me um, and like a boxed in area that is definitely mine, I feel much more secure. Um, The other thing you should, a couple other things you should know about Ellen. Yes, she was a counselor at Deer Run and then she was strong through our Winnipesaukee weekends in 2020. Um, Ellen will be occasionally found doing blog uh, posts and you should check this one out. There's one called uh, Lessons We Can Learn from Quarant- Lessons from Camp in Quarantine. And I just think it's so great, Ellen, the things you say. And I really kind of, I have this idea about camp and like kind of what we make and what we churn out here. And I think your pod, your blog really kind of hits on some of that stuff. So look for Ellen on the blog. Uh, Ellen, how are you? I'm doing really great. I'm glad to hear it. Um, we're going to hear more about maybe why things are so good for you right now. But um, what people don't know is that you were one of our early voicemail call-ins. And you had kind of pitched this idea about um, what it was like to come to camp for the first time. In this case, as a staff member. Something I totally could appreciate. Um, we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. Mm-mm, no idea. <laughs> So you, we had Tim Nielsen on the podcast a little earlier. Your father was roommates with him in college? Yes. Um, so Tim Nielsen went to Houghton College, mm-hmm. and so did my dad. And they played soccer together. Oh, no way. And yeah, they played soccer together. And um, Tim Nielsen was actually a couple years older than my dad. And I'm pretty sure he took on my dad as like his project. Oh. <laughs> he was like, hey, live with me your sophomore year. And so Tim was kind of a mentor and a friend to my dad in college. So I wonder if you know this answer. Was Doug Burke was coach? Was Doug Burke the uh, coach for your dad at Houghton? Yes. Awesome. Yes. I met him last summer. Um, Full circle. He, and he was like, hey, I coached your dad. And I was like, what? The That's heck? amazing. Yeah. 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 So cool. Yeah, it was so special. Uh, so, okay, so that was how you found out about Brookwoods and Deer Run? Yes, I had always, I had been working at day camps for four years. And um, I got to my sophomore year of college and I felt this tug on my heart that I needed to spend a summer at a sleepaway camp. I kind of like felt like that would be something that would connect with a lot of things that I really love, but it was not something I had the privilege of experiencing as a kid. Um, And so I started applying to different camps and um, my dad was like, hey, Timmy just started at a new camp. Timmy. And I was like, who? And he was like, Tim Nielsen. And I was like, okay. And then... um, (laughs) 
I looked at, I looked up, I found out the name, I found Brookwoods and Deer Run, and um, I saw some pictures and was like, yeah, I have to be there. Awesome. Well, it's funny, you know, I want to tease this episode for everyone who's listening, so I think this is a very good idea, and we're going to hit it, but uh, as we're talking about camp starting and things coming, and we, we earlier were talking about just kind of the new stuff that's coming down the pike, I thought it was interesting to tease this episode with you. I want to ask you if you had a message for anyone who is coming to camp for the first time, be it a camper or a staff member, now that you've come through it, what would you say to them? Okay, I would say two things. I would say, number one, um, I see you, and a lot of people on staff see you. It can definitely be um, intimidating to show up to a place that you've never been before, especially if you were not like a sleepaway camp kid. It can be really hard to know what to expect. It's kind of like your mind has no like way to file or expect what's going to happen. But um, you are seen and so wanted. And um, we love our new staff members every year because they bring so much new perspective and um, so much of the like wonder that sometimes we look to our campers to bring to, like our staff members bring that too. Of like, whoa, this is awesome. And these programs are awesome. And these songs we're singing are awesome. And um, so we value your perspective and your presence and your joy so much. And number two, I would just say, you can do it. Be patient to um, learn traditions and to learn procedures and keep asking questions and keep bringing the wonder that you have because you can do it. And um, camp is, camp loves to take people and like give you a big old hug and never let you go and just totally like swallow you in and um I would like say open yourself to the opportunity yeah. for that because yeah. that will happen for you if that's what you want. You know, it's funny. I I had this moment, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it together for you, Ellen, because this is like serious. But uh, I remember as we were coming into my first summer, it was the 75th, 75th anniversary of Brookwood. So obviously, you know, we had full camp, and then we had another 450 adults. And Win Biker, who's like one of my personal heroes. Uh, was asking me if I was ready for the 75th. And I was like, yeah, you know, I am. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I know, you know, my, my goal here is just like put my head down and get through it. And she was like, I wouldn't do that. I would just let the Lord, like, like she was like, just give in. Like, just give in to it, you know? And I was like, okay. I was like, I need to remove myself. But she was right, you know? And I think to what you just said, you know, you sort of let your guard down, you kind of get caught up in it and just say, okay, like I'm here, like I'm just going to be a part of this, you know? So that totally resounds with me. Yeah. So here's one more for you because we can all learn from this stuff. What would you tell a returning staff member or camper about how to be aware of the new camper or new staff member next to them? Yes. I would say explain everything. Um, yeah. I remember in my first like two weeks of staff week, there were a couple people that I relied on that I was like, okay, this person I can ask questions to. Um, so things like, um, what is breakfast cookout? Where is it? What's inspiration point? Yeah. How do you sing this song? What are the words to that gibberish thing? <laughs> um, like, what does this tradition mean? How does crazy carnival work? Like, what is leftover lunch? Like, yeah. all of these, I would say, like, 
take time or I like open yourself to explain everything. Take the time to appreciate the um, new perspective and the excitement that new staff members are bringing. I remember those same um, kind of returning staff members that I said I relied on. Um, I, I remember several times like when they were explaining things to me and I would like react and be like, whoa, you do that? You feed a whole camp off of a griddle once a week. Like you get to teach wakeboarding and water skiing every day. Like I remember when I was learning all of these things, I remember having conversations with them where they would say, yeah, that is awesome, isn't it? Or like, yeah, you're right. It is so fun. Like, and I, so I think there were so many like really beautiful moments of discovery for both people as we like really took time to like process and explain and like go back through the details of what camp is. Mm. Um, Cause there's such an appreciation from both sides, like an appreciation of new discovery and an appreciation of like an old love and tradition. I love that. We have some fun stories. I've, I've reached out to Ellen was the one with the idea. And then we have a couple other people that I've wanted to talk about their first year or first time experiences as I say, both as staff members in camp. Um, Ellen, we can find you where this summer? You're going to be here, but where are you going to be? I am going to be working on the waterfront. Nice. Um, I'm super, super excited. And I actually am bringing along my little brother this oh, year. Oh, no way. Yes. And he's going to be a first year staff member on the waterfront with me. So awesome. um, this episode idea is uh, a little bit of like a, you know, uh, here you go, little brother. I got your back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. We're um, so, Alan, you uh, are good friends with a good friend of mine, uh, Greg yeah. Sporko, who has been at camp for a few years. We want to have him on. Um, I should just tell the audience, Greg and Ellen are dating, uh, which yeah, was- <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't happen all the time. And this is not an episode about you know the people. There are people here who want to us to do a podcast on falling in love at camp. And I'm like, there's no way we're doing this. But uh, <laughs> something happened. What's what's up? Um. Well, Greg Sporko, who I did meet on the first night of my first summer at camp, um, proposed to me yesterday. This is so ridiculous. Congratulations. <laughs> Well, this doesn't happen always, but listen, we're, we're, we're looking forward to having you here this summer. Thanks for coming on with me. This has been fun. And yeah. we'll do this in a much bigger look into this idea uh, down the pike here. But thanks. And tell Greg, congratulations. Glad to have you guys with us this summer. I will. Thank you, John. All right. See you soon. Our final guest is a young man by the name of Moses Carnes. In keeping with our mini theme, we wanted to have Moses come on and talk about his memories as a new camper. Hi, my name is Moses. I've been at Brookwoods for two years, and I was my first year I was in Moose, and second I was in Beaver. That's awesome. Moses, we're so glad to have you on the show. Thank you for doing this. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, Moses, can you remember what it was like to come to camp for the first year? Well, it was one of those nervous slash excited feelings where you're excited that you get to 
meet new people and be at a new place. But you're nervous because you don't know what's there. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Uh, and you were in the moose cabin. Um, mm-hmm. Did you make any friends when you were there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you remember the name of your first counselor? No. <laughs> no problem. Oh, I remember one was Ben. Okay. And then the other one was Teddy. Ben and Teddy. Mm-hmm. Was it Ben Moser? Do you know? You maybe not know. It was Ben Moser. Oh, shout out to Ben Moser. Uh, I love him. He's a great guy. Moses, what what were some of your favorite things about that time as a moose cabin? Um, probably cabin night and um the fact that um once we, once somebody got there, they ran to uh um bed and said, "I get top bunk." immediately once they walk in the door. Really? Okay, well, here's a question. Because we ask everyone who comes on our show, and I forgot to ask you. We ask everyone if they would rather have the top bunk or the bottom bunk. Do you have a choice? Well, I mean, I've never had the top bunk. Oh, really? Because I always arrive, arrive a bit late. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure because I've never been in the top bunk. Okay, gotcha. When you were there... Did you play um, Thunderball? Yes. Um, yeah, that was literally my favorite game. What kind of activities did you do? Do you remember? Well, I was an explorer the first year, so yep. mm-hmm. nothing there. Um, okay. I did I did guitar, um, BB guns. Um, oh, um, Narnia. Narnia. Was that, do you remember John Hartunian? Is he the one who read Narnia? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. He actually used to go to my church. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, did you guys spend a night on the island? Uh, yeah, that's one of my other favorite parts of camp. Was it fun? Have, so what did you do on the island? Did you have dinner out there? Um, yeah, we had dinner out there. Um, we tried to make as high as a sand tower as we could. Cool. And we ended up making it to our counselor's thigh. Nice. Yeah, that was fun. That's um, great. That was the first time I heard the song Bill Groven's um, Goat. So that was nice. All right. Um, if you were talking to somebody like a friend of yours who is coming to camp for the first time, do you have any advice for him? <laughs> it's sort of hard because um, I didn't really do much besides be me. And sure. all I really did was try to make friends. Because, I mean, if you're going to spend a week with those people, then you might as well be friends with them. I think it's a great call. Yeah, you're right. Here's my final question. Do you remember, like, your favorite meal? Like, your favorite thing to do for food? Oh, um, taco night. Taco um, Tuesday? Yeah, taco Tuesday. Uh, mostly because... There's churros. Nice. The churros. Yeah. We'll keep those. Hey, man. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. This concludes another episode of the Three Camps Podcast. The Three Camps Podcast is produced by Seth Coates and myself. I'd like to thank you for tuning in to our ninth episode We'd also like to offer a big thank you to our guests, Tim Nielsen, Corey Porter, Ellen Goodling, and Moses Carnes. 
We'd like to encourage you to hit us up on our voicemail, 978-308-2679. We're all ears for any thoughts you have, including ideas for stories and camp heroes, or anything else you think you might find interesting. Camp is right around the corner. If you or someone you know is still looking for summer plans, we have a few staff positions available at all three camps. We look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to seeing you. Have a great day. So long.